Hey, 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 let's have a good old day. Good morning. It's been like two weeks since I've sat down and done one of these vlogs. Right, it's been two weeks, two, yeah, I think maybe two, I don't know. Um, two weeks, what? No, school started like four weeks ago. I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know how long it's been. It's been a little while. Um, I, I'm not gonna say that I haven't had time because I've definitely had time to do one of these. I just haven't. Um, am I being lazy? Definitely, but it's fine. It's literally, it's literally fine, you know? Um, school started and like I said in the last vlog, school sucks, sucks booty. Um, it still sucks, still definitely sucks. One of my teachers, actually like, what was it? Last week, last Friday, we had a test in one of my classes and my teacher made a mistake on the answers because like the platform we're using automatically grades it because it's just multiple choice. So he made a mistake on one of the answers and literally the entire class was like, hey teacher, you made a mistake on this because we were taking the test during class. Um, even though it's online school, we're taking the test during class. So we were on a, we were on a call all together and then he was like, go take the test. I'll mute my mic. So we were taking the test and some of the kids come back to the chat and they're like, hey, uh, you, one of the answers is wrong. And they describe the question to him. Um, they literally, they describe the question to him, but they're all like, yeah, number nine or number six did this, this, this. And he's like, guys, I would appreciate if you didn't talk about the test while some kids are still taking the test. Which like, of course makes sense. You don't want other kids to be like, oh, like, oh, like that's how it's gonna work, right? So he, he, he like, kids were just all in the chat and they were like, hey, like, this one's wrong, but they were just saying the number rather than like describing it for him. So he was like, guys, they, it randomly generates like the question order for you guys, yada, 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 right? Um, and he was like, I will check it later. But as of right now, what I have to do is go back and read through every question. And I was like, bruh, it's not that hard. This is you telling us that this test is supposed to take 10 minutes for students you're the teacher if it if it takes more than 10 minutes for you it was 10 questions bro you can't you can't just read quick while we're taking this test because like i what you have other periods of this class right you're not going to fix it for your other classes anyways i now have a b in that class because of that test because well I should have gotten a 90 on the test, but instead I got an 80 because he didn't change the question. He was like, I'll, I'll go back and check. And then he never did. And it's Tuesday and he took the test on Friday and he said retests are over on Wednesdays, which is tomorrow. And it's like, wow, you are, wow, wow. I'm not, no, I'm not. And he's like, yeah, retests are over on Wednesday. But yesterday, Monday, and today, Tuesday, I have clubs after school, so I can't do office hours, and I really don't want to go to his class early because I have other work. I Okay, essentially what I'm saying is I've got other stuff I need to do, and I don't really need to worry about his I don't, like I don't care about his class enough, um, which I guess, you know, actually, segue. 
which I don't care about his class enough. Um, I, I've, since this school year started, I have realized that for some of my teachers, I just tolerate them. While other of my teachers, I will respect them. And it's really, really funny because the teacher that I'm talking about right now that did this whole test fiasco, he's the kind of teacher at the moment who I, who I merely tolerate because he's a new teacher to this school. Um, he's new to the school and like, yeah, like that's cool. Like you're, you're here, you're teaching kids, you're, you're doing all right. Like I'm not, not going to deny the fact that you're not doing all right. Um, but it's like, he's the teacher that I'm learning to tolerate, but it's also it's also that kind of weird period where if I don't learn to respect you right now, if I don't respect you after this, I guess, like, trial period, I'm never going to respect you. And maybe that's just, maybe, it sounds, I don't know, I guess it sounds petty or whatever, but, like, I feel like if, if I spend too much time attempting to respect someone, who I don't actually respect, it's just gonna be useless in the end. If you understand what I mean. Because, like, you know, I don't automatically need to respect all of my teachers. It's, it's, it's really sad when, like, teachers are like, you should respect me because I'm in a position of authority. I, it's really not like that. Because in the real world, if you were just a random person coming up to me, like, you should respect me, that's not happening. That's actually how I start disrespecting you when you say that you deserve my respect without earning it first. Um, and it's a, really, it's a really weird topic because this is where, this is where like, I don't know, I don't wanna call them, this is where it, it gets blurry because some teachers, some teachers, um, at like any school, I automatically respect. I automatically respect because they've gained a name. They've gained they've they've gained themselves a reputation that precedes them, essentially, right? So, for example, um, there are two there are two teachers that I didn't have. Well, one of them I have now, but there are two teachers I didn't have last year. I'm not saying that I had the whole entire school, but there are specifically two teachers that I didn't have last year that. I respected because of their reputation and because of their abilities to teach kids. I respected them because everyone is like, they are respectable teachers. They have gained the reputation of, you know, you don't have to know them to know that they're good. They're good at their job. They're good at what they're doing. And that's where it's like, oh, I will automatically respect you because you have proven to other kids that you are respectable right and now with this new teacher he's new to the school no one's had him here no one knows him and it's like you are you are in your probationary period with these kids this year is the year that will make the difference between whether or not next year is good for you and this is a legitimate thing because if you don't have a good first year at any school, it doesn't matter who you are, what you are, if you don't have a good first year at any school, it will be known. It it will be known. And it's not like it's not like something that's like rumors. It's just like kids will be like, 
oh yeah, like I had that teacher, you know, I don't, I, he wasn't like that awesome, but like that could have just been me, you know what I mean? And so if that builds up enough, you're not going to have any respect from any of the kids, period. It's just, that's how it works. I don't, you know, if you can't, in your, your first year is definitely the most important, like even if, if you're a student, your first year, your freshman year, that is where you make the impression on all of the other kids in your class. That's where you're probably going to find the friends that you hang out for the rest of the, the rest of your four years there. You know, so in freshman year, when you're making that first impression, you're making the first impression on teachers that will tell other teachers. You know, teachers talk to each other. Teacher, teachers talk to each other. And it's, it's really weird to think about, but they talk to each other. They talk to each other a lot. So, you know, you make your first impression on the teachers that are like, you know, expecting maybe middle, some middle school behavior, but they're like, you need to get rid of that now because you're, you're no longer in middle school, right? So teachers, the teachers in that year, in your freshman year, are going to, are going to decide whether or not you're respectable or tolerable. The same way that students that you have in your first year of teaching at a new school are going to decide if you are respectable or tolerable. Back to what I was saying, this teacher as of right now is tolerable. Again, it is essentially his probationary period because I don't know this person. I don't know how he works. I don't know how he does this. He is tolerable. But making a first impression that says that making a first impression the way he has with this, this is the first test of the year and he already messed it up like that's fine you mess it up but you he already messed it up but he hasn't gone back to fix his error he hasn't gone back to fix his error look i'll even check right now i'll check right now because it is it is disheartening when you know something and you know that you are right but you are being told that you are wrong by someone who won't even look Okay, that's what this is. It's, I am telling you what the issue is. And you say you are going to help me, but you are not helping me. You claim that you are here to help, but you are not helping. That's all it is right now. That's all that has me upset. Because if you really, yeah, he hasn't fixed it, okay. If you really were here to help the way that you're supposed to be then you would have changed this already you would have changed this in our class period like i know that it's not that hard to change how tests look i genuinely know that it's not like i've had plenty of other teachers that are like oh let me change it really quick okay like that that's happened before but if you're gonna sit here and you're gonna tell us Stop talking about the test while people are taking the test when we're just trying to tell you that you have done an oopsies on said test. There is an issue. Because I get it. You don't want us to discuss the answers. We're not discussing the answers. If you, I don't know, maybe just took the time to read and not just be like, stop talking about the test. Because even even in real school, like if, if we were in school in person, I would go up to and it, like the test got graded.
and I could review the answers or whatever, I would go up to him and I would be like, you know, and it'd be quiet. So while the other kids are taking the test, they don't hear it. And I'd be like, I think that this answer is wrong on this question because. And this is what the kids were doing. They weren't like, the answer is this. They were like, hey, I was looking at this question and I double checked my answer and I triple checked my answer and I ran it through a converter online and it still told me that I was wrong. I want you to tell me why I'm wrong. And not only that, but it was multiple kids that said it. It was multiple kids. It was, it was multiple kids that were facing this issue. Cause literally, no, actually it was multiple kids that brought up the issue but everyone in the class was facing the issue. But he still decided to be like, guys, don't talk about the test while kids are taking the test. That's fine. That's literally fine. And he was like, we'll go over the answers next week. But he's also like, oh, also, the day that we're gonna go over the answers is the day that retakes close. So it's like, I can retake the test. I'll retake the test, sure, whatever. But I don't appreciate the fact that you haven't ensured us that that the, what we're doing is correct or incorrect. Like literally the, the, question in, the question in question, of course, was a question that like you, it's a string of numbers and there you are given a table that tells you what each number equals, right? And so literally I, because I, it, it was a Google doc, I had, I copied, the string of numbers from the test and I did a control F and I put it into the box and then I and then I I had it find whichever one it was and I found the answer and it was the answer that I had put but the answer that I had put apparently was wrong and you know this is it's blunders like this and then not willing to fix said blunders that are the reason certain teachers never gain respect in schools because like I said, if you aren't good in your first year, the kids who had you in first year will tell the kids that have you the next year, okay? It's, it's just how it works because it's, because when, when older kids, especially when sophomores are talking to freshmen or whatever, they're like, hey, who do you have? And you're like, oh, I have such and such. The sophomore's gonna be like, oh, I remember this time when, when they, we were taking a test and they had the wrong answer, but they wouldn't fix it. You know, that's what's going to change the attitude that students have walking into your class. And I'm not talking about rumors. I'm talking about straight up just things that are, things that are facts, okay? So when you, when you don't realize that this is the, the, your first impression essentially, you are going to crash and burn. It's a check yourself before you wreck yourself kind of thing. Like, I don't know how you work, but I know how my friends work. And I know how some of them would, would like, I know how some of them would react in certain classes. So I'll be like, oh, hey, so this teacher teaches like this. I don't know if that's gonna be best for you. You know, you might wanna get some help in that class or whatever because it's, it's friendly advice, right? And so when I'm telling them, I'm like, yeah, like I loved the class genuinely. And, and, and 
like pe people know how I learn, right? And so it's like, I love the class genuinely. I love the teacher genuinely. That's a good thing, you know? When when there's a multitude of students saying that they genuinely love the teacher, they genuinely love the class, then it's like, oh, that's fine. But when it's a bunch of, when it's mixed opinions, like, oh, well, like, I didn't, you know, our personalities, the, my, my personality didn't really mesh well with the teacher and, like, you know, the class, at least for me, was kind of hard. But, like, for you, I think you would be all right. I just don't know uh, how you'd feel about the teacher. Again, it's about the impression you make on the students. Like, it doesn't matter what subject you're teaching. It matters what kind of impression you as a person make on the kids. And that's true in any situation. It, it doesn't matter what the person is doing. It's the impression that you make upon them. Like, even if it's it's like a service worker or whatever, it's the, or a, a customer service worker. That's what I mean. Um, so like, you know, you be kind to your cashiers because they are standing here for eight hours, you know, just scanning your bags. Or not scanning your bags, scanning your products, right? Be kind to them because they're 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 underpaid for this i mean and be kind to your minimum wage workers they're underpaid um but yeah like the way that you decide to come off will decide your fate at the school it will decide whether you're the teacher that we respect or we're the teacher or you're the teacher that we talk about like Ugh, I hate such and such's class, like yada, yada, yada. He literally won't let us work, whatever, yada, yada, yada. You know what I mean? Like once you gain a certain reputation, it's really hard to ungain that reputation. Especially in schools, especially with high schoolers. High schoolers are vicious. High schoolers are vicious. High schoolers are vicious. Everyone is vicious. But in high school especially, it's like, you are in this place that you really don't want to be. I feel like there's not a single high schooler that legitimately wants to be in high school right now. You are in this place that you don't want to be at, but you have to be at, right? You are in this place and there is some random person, you know, someone that you probably would never interact with in real life outside of school there's some random person who is just like oh yeah you didn't do good on this test but it's my fault but I'm not gonna fix it it's 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 it gets to the point where the person becomes intolerable and the only reason that you come to class at that point is to get the grade and coming to class to get the grade is probably one of the worst things that could happen if you as a this is like PSA to teachers I guess even though teachers definitely are not no one's listening to this but it's fine um if you cannot create an environment with your students that makes them want to to come to this class it doesn't matter what the subject is it could be it could be I don't know French literature or, oh, I'm trying to think of classes that, <laughs> I'm trying to think of red classes. It could be French literature or Pottery 101. 
or whatever, whatever it is, if you cannot make your students excited or just want to come to that class at any point, you are failing at your job. You're failing at your job. And I'm not talking about making the subject enticing. I'm talking about making and cultivating an environment that makes them want to be in your classroom. And that is on you. That is on the teacher. If the teacher can't do that, the teacher's failing. Because if you can't cultivate an environment where the kid wants to come, the kid is not going to want to learn. And when the kid doesn't want to learn, you know, you literally aren't doing your job because the kid's not learning then. Um, but yeah. You know, I was going to talk about <laughs> this movie that I watched yesterday in the show. I was going to talk about two things today. But instead I went on a rant about teachers because one of my teachers is really getting on my nerves right now. But, yeah, I think, actually, no, I will talk about the, the movie and the show. I watched a movie called The Lodge yesterday. It was a 2019 horror movie. I think it was released in, like, July or something like that. I don't, I don't know. Anyways, um, I, before the movie, like, a months ago, I had watched this, like, CinemaSin slash any explained thing for the, the movie. And so, I essentially, I, I knew the plot already. So, I was watching the movie, and I was like, like it's it's not it's actually not that scary it's it's like um it's a thriller definitely it's it's a thriller because it's about like this ex-cult member being with her future stepkids yada 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 the stepkids prank her she goes cray cray stuff like that you know um and like watching it i i really didn't think it was that scary of a movie and I'd read some articles about it while I was watching the movie because, you know, I don't pay attention during horror movies. Um, actually, you don't know. Well, I don't pay attention during horror movies. It helps me not get scared. But I was watching, I was like watching it and I was reading some articles and it was like, it, there, it, the articles were like, oh, why this character is an absolute sociopath. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. And they were like, this character's a sociopath because they didn't cry at their own mother's funeral and they planned this whole elaborate thing and how do you know that they planned it? Look at the dollhouse! And I'm like, oh, and it's like, yeah, and all of this happened six months ago and now it's actually happening. Uh, he planned it all when his mother died. I was like, oh. I guess that makes him a sociopath. And then, like, <laughs> reading this before I saw the end of the movie, it was like, the father died too. Sorry, spoiler alert. The father died too. And, like, he doesn't cry when the father dies. And I was like, I mean, but also, he's also in his own life or death situation. So I was like, did this article tell me that he's a sociopath? Or do I actually believe that he's a sociopath? Good question. I don't know. Um, but it's it's honestly really funny to watch horror movies sometimes because then you can just make fun of how like dumb the characters are. You know, especially like modern day horror movies. I'm like, I'm like, this is set in 2019. And you're going to tell me there's not a single, this is set in 2019 and that kid is 17. You're going to tell me that he's not like, no cap or whatever he's not saying stuff like like no cap or stuff like that like you're gonna tell me this kid is just reacting this way he's reacting like 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, th there was no culture. Where was the culture in this movie? Like, genuinely. I was like, if I was in that situation, I would have been gone. I would not be there. Actually, no, I would never go into that situation. I, <laughs> I actually was like, I, I was talking about the movie. I was like, you know, I don't trust people who have modern looking houses, who have a lodge all the way in the middle of nowhere, and then they still drive a Volkswagen. Like, no, I know you are not driving a Volkswagen right now. You are probably driving a, like in real life, you'd be driving a Range Rover. We're not, you're not, you're not fooling anybody. You're not fooling anybody. You're just driving the Volkswagen to make you look creepier, creepier. Yeah, you're driving the Volkswagen in this movie to make it look creepier, and it doesn't help you. It actually takes me out of the movie. Like, if you have enough money to own a second house, you have enough money to get a modern car, or at least a car that was made after 2010. Oh, and about the show. Sorry. No segue. About the show. The show was called Red Band Society, and I watched all 13 episodes in two days, which isn't a lot, but it is buffering a lot. And um, this is a show that came out in 2014, and I watched it way back in 2014. And in 2014, um, I think it was when the eighth episode aired, they, Fox, which was running the series, announced that they canceled it. So originally it was supposed to get a 13 episode run and it only got a 10, I think. It only got 10 episodes, right? Um, at least that's what like I've read. And so when I watched it way back when, the 10th episode ends on the worst cliffhanger it could end on. And this is six years ago. So six years ago, I, little me, younger me, was like, <gasps> Oh my god, I can't wait till season two. Not knowing that it was canceled. I was like, oh my god, like ah, ah, season two is gonna be such a rush, and there's so much is happening, and yada yada's out of his coma, and yada yada this, 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 that. What is happening? Right? Now, older me, me now, um, I've looked into it, and actually while I was watching the show, because I watched it online, it it told me about the airing dates and the airing dates of the airing date of episode 10 was like December 3rd and the airing date of episode 11 which I thought never happened I literally thought I have thought for the past six years that this show ended after 10 episodes I was like oh that's the end it was over but episode 11 apparently aired in 2015 on January 31st And I literally, I was telling my friend the other day, I was like, yeah, like the episode that I watched up to ended on a cliffhanger. And I thought that was the end. And then apparently there's three more episodes. And he was like, you're dumb. I was like, I was like, literally, I've been sitting here for the past six years thinking that this is how the show ends. But actually, it's not how the show ends. And I don't want to say how the show ends, but it's like a really, it's really cute. It's a like, chef's kiss. Um... But the show itself is a is, I don't know. I don't I don't want to say it's a masterpiece because you know there's obviously some issues, but it's a show about a group of kids who are all in the hospital together, and they're all facing their different issues. One kid 
um, is recovering from chemotherapy and osteosarcoma. One is recovering from her eating disorder. One just got admitted to the hospital because she has an enlarged heart. One has cystic fibrosis. One just got admitted to the hospital because he also also has osteosarcoma. He's supposed to get his leg removed, yada, yada, yada. And there's just, there's, there's so much. And these kids essentially group together because they just because um i don't know how to say it these kids essentially group together because they're going through similar experiences because they're all they're all admitted in this hospital and they're all facing different perils but they're all facing perils you know what i mean so all of them all of them are facing um the fact that they could die they, they could die at any moment because, you know, the cancer is there and then the heart isn't always going to work and his lungs are getting infected and she is slowly killing herself. She is slowly dying because of her actions. So they are, they band together. They band together in this, this what they call a red band society um, based on the fact that one of the characters um, he kept all of his red bands from his surgeries, and so he's like, I want you guys to have this um, to show that we're all, we're all together, we're all friends, we're all, we're all here to support each other. And honestly, it's like the cutest thing ever to me. Maybe it's just me, but like there's a lot of drama. It's, it's full of high school teen angst, of course, um, and it's, it's really funny. But yeah, I think, I think that's what we're going to call it for today. Um, one, because I kind of get, gotta get to work on some schoolwork, and two, it's already been 30 minutes. Um, have a good day, be safe, drink water, um, call one of your loved ones, have fun, but not too much fun, you know, don't do anything dangerous, and yeah, have a good day.